0: Hey, Mamas. Welcome back to our podcast, Gather Moms. We are celebrating the Christmas season with a special series that we're calling All All Mom Wants for Christmas. All Mom Wants for Christmas. Um, And last week we got to talk about just the whole idea of traditions and culture and kind of feeling this pressure that we have to fit in to what everybody else is doing. A lot of that just comes from comparison and just looking around us and maybe feeling like what we have chosen to do is not enough. Uh And so this week we're going to be talking about presents yay and finding peace and I love presents because it's my love language yeah. so I was super excited to get this one so Kate what's the best Christmas present you ever got oh my gosh have I told this story before i here so when we so oh my this is kind of bittersweet because it was when my parents were married and I was little and we lived in this house that my dad built it was a beautiful house um and I I know there was like probably a lot of dysfunction happening in that home, but I had no idea. As like a little kid. I was probably four and, um, I got a motorized vehicle. Yes. Okay. Have I told you about this yes. before? Yes, 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 Cause okay. we tried to find a picture of it cause yeah. it was like a car that nobody really, like an old timey yes. looking car. Yes. Yeah. And I remember, you know, walking down Christmas morning and being like, oh, this is so cool. You know, and I would yes. drive my little sister around in it and stuff. Yeah. Okay. What about recent? Like since you've been married and have kids, do you have any? Favorite? um gosh I my favorite last year um my stepmom got me an espresso machine and it's it's my favorite thing it's in it's on Rebecca's Christmas <laughs> list this year Christmas. yeah girl I say I'll ask for that that sounds great I love it so much and I just ordered Black Friday they had like so Nespresso the the little pods never go on sale but Black Friday they had a sale if you bought well you had to buy 10 sleeves sleeves have 10 in each of them that's 100 okay 100 coffees <laughs> And you got you got two free sleeves, one hundred and twenty coffees. So they're coming. To How me. many do you drink a day? No, okay, one max. And, okay. and usually not even that. They'll last me a really long time. But I really wanted to go ahead and order two because they had gingerbread flavor. <gasps> yes, I was I gonna was say, like, are they flavors? Yeah. Okay. Some of them are normal, but some of them, we drink drip coffee in the morning. We do not have the money to drink Nespresso as our, like, go-to everyday coffee. Yes, yes. We drink regular coffee in the morning, and then if I need, like, a pick-me-up in the afternoon, it's less expensive than going to so Starbucks. So that's why I asked for it, because I thought this could save me money from going. I actually don't go to Starbucks as much. We have a little food truck where we live that does coffee Um, iced coffee. It's my favorite of all time, but that's expensive. So I was, I was thinking maybe I was helping out the world by saving some money. Yeah. So, okay. So I have favorites all throughout life, but what I remember vividly is my first Christmas faux pas. So when we were first married, Back when you were early married and you actually bought your spouse a present yeah. and they bought you a present. Yeah, ain't nobody doing that anymore. I'm like, I ordered myself this on Amazon. Yes, yeah. no, we don't do that anymore Oh, either. by the way, so I ordered myself this little tray. This is one of my... Presents from Jeremy to me. Oh yes, there. Give this to me. Yeah, it sits under the Nespresso machine, and it like slot. You slide it out, and it holds the pods. Yes. No, I think those are cute. I've okay, seen sorry, those go too. Ahead. I didn't ask for that. I'll have to think about that for Valentine's. I'd like the sleeve. <laughs> no, that's because listen, if under. you get in the Nespresso game, girl, I got your gift set Ooh, up for years. Girl. well, you need to check with Greg. <laughs> okay. I don't know if he's body yet. Okay. Okay. So I remember we had just bought our first house, and we had painted this front room red. And Greg believed that the Christmas tree should go in the front window okay. so that everybody could see it when they drove by. Uh-huh. We don't do that anymore. Yeah. And so we had celebrated Christmas in this front room with this tree in front of the window. And he had bought me a cashmere sweater Hey, from maybe Banana Republic. Yeah. Do you remember what I used to shop there? Yeah. And I took it back. <gasps> Rebecca. I just, I didn't love it. And. You knew how much it was and you couldn't. It was expensive, uh-huh. and I, I'm i a cheap person. Yeah. And to this day, I regret it. Really? Because he had done something on uh-huh. his own, Yeah, and he had thought about me and thought that I would love it, and I just can't believe that I didn't just say thank you sure. and put that sweater on. Yeah. You know, I've done that before, too, and I look back and I'm like, Kate, hey, don't be such a punk. But I I do, I, mine is usually the justification like you two, where it's like, I know they spent so much money on this, I'm not going to use it. I, the practical sense, but really it, for the blessing of the gift giver, just keep it and use it. And yeah, exactly. So I think that's an interesting way to look at things is that sometimes as moms were too practical. Yeah. And so we end up not receiving uh uh-huh. something with joy. Yeah. And even if it's not our favorite, like, does it really matter? Does it really matter? Right. Could you not just wear that sweater yes. or put that necklace on once? Yeah. You know? That's right. And so I think... Um, I struggle with that I struggle with thinking about the money behind right. it and well if I'm not going to actually use this on a regular basis it's not probably worth you know right but as a gift giver myself I usually put so much time and effort in thinking about the person and what I want to get them uh-huh. that it's I think it's hurtful yeah, you know? yeah When you don't just receive it with joy yeah But I know Motivation Mamas, we really are just trying to do the best job we can to buy gifts that our friends and family love and to take care of our finances because we're all thinking about that too. So as we were talking last week about where things come from, where does gift giving come from? And the other day in the car, Abby was riding along and she was like, mom, we give presents at Christmas because the three wise men gave presents to Jesus. Uh Is that what your kids think? I mean, I think so. I think, you know, we Christianize everything for good or for bad. I mean- which I, it's really not bad. Like, let's say that's oh. why. But no, it's, yeah. It's not true. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it sounds great. <laughs> yeah. But it would it would probably work a little bit better if the Magi showed up on the night that Jesus was born. Right, which we all know did not happen. That did not happen. Yeah. No. So we've got a little time in between there. So it's a popular idea that it comes from that, but it actually doesn't. Um, also, which I think some people know and some people don't, December 25th was not the day that Jesus was born. Right, so yeah, bless our little hearts. We're just having that birthday party for them. but well, and hilarious. Are you about to talk about why we why it's December twenty fifth? No, I so hilariously. I mean, it's all this stuff that dates back to like the Middle Ages, and you know, everything for them was about like the time of year, right? Summer solstice, winter solstice, the yes. East, you know, Easter, all of that. So it was about like a winter celebration, and you know, we have redeemed it for Christ. Um, but yeah. No, yeah. So I had read that it was a part of a celebration offered to the Roman god Saturn. Okay. Who was viewed to be the God of agriculture. Okay. And he gave vegetation and fruitfulness year round. And so they were cel- They were giving gifts to him because they wanted him to bless them okay. for the rest of the year. Yeah. And so uh, the celebration would last for seven days from December 17th to December 23rd. Okay. And they would give gifts and like wine and fruit and nuts and candles and all that kind of stuff. And so it says it went on till the fourth century, which Kate talked about last week, kind of the origin of Father Christmas uh-huh. and where Santa Claus come from. And so... Basically, Christians just claimed it as our own, right? Yeah. We we're just like, this sounds great. Yeah, this is good. Let's make it. Let's, let's make do it ours. This. Um, but I, and I don't think that's bad, moms. I don't think it's bad that we we talked about this at Halloween, and I loved it. I loved what Kate shared that scripture about, like you can make the day holy for you and your family. Uh-huh. And so, just because the world says that February fourteenth is Valentine's, I can claim that as you know a Christian and say, well, God loves, and so yeah, we're going to celebrate exactly love. right. So with Christmas, the same thing, just because some of these traditions came from pagan origins, Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that we can't claim them as our own. And so the fact that my daughter thinks that we can give presents at Christmas because the three wise men did, that's beautiful. Exactly. I don't have to sit her down and have a history lesson about why that's not true. Yeah, It's great. So let's just do it, you know? And so as a person that loves to give Christmas gifts, I mean, it's one of my favorite parts of Christmas is giving gifts because it's my love language. And so I sincerely love it, but I think a lot of people don't. And I don't think we realize this, that for a lot of people, gift giving is the most stressful part of Christmas. It's stressful because it's like pressure and what if they don't like it and yeah. And I have so many friends that have stories of how Christmas morning does not go amazing Mm. with extended family when you're trying to give gifts to people you don't see very often Yeah. or feeling like the gift that you gave was not in the same like money status as someone else. Uh Um, and even what I think are some current ways of giving gifts that kind of takes the surprise out of it is where people just say, give me a list. Yeah, And so you're just telling them what you want yeah. and they're just going out and buying it so yeah. you, you know what's coming yeah. under the tree. Yeah. Um, but we can redeem that. We can take that back for ourselves. So I was just thinking about for moms, what do you think are the biggest stressors for moms with gift giving at Christmas time? Like in giving gifts to their children? Or, or extended family or their spouse or just the, you know anything. I think you know with the kids, it's are are the gifts comparable? So like you know, am I giving Susie? You know, if she's getting this much, is you know, and that gets really tricky. Then when you have a little kid and a teenager, because the teenager wants one thing that's really expensive, and the little kid wants twenty five things that are less. Exp- right. Yes. So you've got different exactly. kids opening different amounts of gifts, and just you know, trying to make sure everybody's going to be good. Um, it's trying to stay within budget. Yes. Yes. You know, I feel like every year we budget and then we're like, how do we blow past that again? Blow it. Yes, exactly. I don't even understand. Oh, I know why. I just keep ordering. It's <laughs> well, my Well, <fault>. I know. <laughs> and then the frenzy of, you know, Black Friday and Cyber Monday and, you know, the emails that I get of like, don't miss this 50% off. And I'm like, well, I better get it. Cyber Monday extended one yes, more day. Yes. So, you know, and then I think... Um, with extended family and stuff, it's like you don't know them as well. Uh-huh. And so trying to get the gift right just can be just so challenging and not wanting to, like, offend somebody and, yeah. Yes, exactly. So um, my kids did wish lists this year, which we don't do wish lists. I We just don't. I'm like, look, I'm going to buy you what I want. Really? So Yeah. I'm, you can tell me what you think, but That's I hilarious. may take it into consideration. But my um, eighth grader gave me his wish list uh, via – Uh, his iPhone. He made it in notes and then shared that note with me so that I could see it. Uh And uh, number one on his list is dating. (laughs) Number two on his list has to do with dating. Number three on his list refers back to number one on his list. And then number four is a puppy. Is he so funny? Was he trying to be funny? No, like it's legitimately (gasps) what he wants for Christmas. I'm not even kidding. So he's not getting the first four things (laughs) on his list. And number five is an Apple Watch. And I'm like, Lord have mercy. <laughs> I'm just striking out on all of these. But if you just got in the one thing, could you just get him the one Dating? Apple Watch? Oh. And she'd be like, you done. <laughs> I, I got your gift. Or- so that's the thing. I, was, I love that you said that. I have a 10-year-old, too. And her stuff costs like $10. Yeah. So I could get her 47 things. Right. And get them one. Yeah. But yes, no, it's hilarious. So the wish list is an interesting thing in our house. We I- like the wish list. But they give a wish list and then honestly it's very helpful so I make them brainstorm I'm like tell me all the things and we come up with because then that way I can send stuff to grandparents I can send stuff to aunts and uncles I can get some stuff you know what I mean they don't know where it's coming from who's yes. gonna get what if it's even guaranteed you know so that's the other thing is I think your extended family is like well what do I get them yeah. and then you're trying to come up with that's a lot to navigate honestly yes because you're thinking about what what's their budget which of these items fits yes. in their budget? Yes. Does he really want that? Because sometimes you have to just tell a grandparent something that they don't really want, but you just don't know what else to say. Yeah, girl. And then if they're not super excited when they open that gift. Yeah. It's like a whole nother. And the giver has certain kind of gifts they like to give. Yes. Right? Yes. So you got to put it through oh, that filter. yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. Okay. What about secret Santa exchanges? So I feel like there's always a secret Santa exchange somewhere. This year, two of my kids have a secret Santa exchange. I hate them. <laughs> I hate Secret Santa don't and I hate ornament really exchange because it feels like so much pressure to me. Yes. And I'm always so – I don't know if you've ever known this about me, but I like to be the best. <laughs> and um, Don't outdo me. So I agonize over what to bring to this thing, and then it ends up not being what everybody wants. And I'm like, oh, failed. You know, yes. like one out of ten times it's like the most sought after. Yes. But usually not, and I'm like – well, dang. Yes. Know. yes. So I skip those parties. I don't like it. I know. I know. We have them too. Teacher gifts. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, teacher gifts. I feel like it's down to, so we did a whole, by the way, you can look back because we did a list of what teachers actually like at, when we did back to school. Yes. Um, And, you know, I usually just give them like a a pedicure gift card or a yes. restaurant gift card and then like, I don't know, man, if we make some goodies from home. Yes. You know, because sometimes when you ask your kid what they want to get their teacher, it's really random. You're like, they're going to hate that. Yeah. You <laughs> know, you really want to do that. Yeah. But the teachers did tell us they don't need any more cups. They don't need any more lotion. Yes. You know. Yes. We've got to rotate about candles. No more candles. <laughs> they can't even burn those things in the school. I know. They really can't. That's you know. so, so true. Yes. OK. Then with your spouse. So we've kind of hit that phase of our marriage where if I want it, I'm going to girl. So and trying to surprise you is too hard because we have the same checking account and credit card. So you're just gonna see what I'm buying in our Amazon account is the same and he's the one that gets the notifications when you order stuff. Yes. So you end up just like doing something around the house like we need a new water heater (laughs) or we need a new faucet on the sink. You know it's something that's kind of just really practical. Yeah. So this year Greg wanted to paint our bedroom furniture. Oh because he wanted... Okay, I saw that in your Yes, garage. so he wanted new bedroom furniture. And I'm like, no, we cannot afford that. So he's like, well, I'm just going to paint it. And so I straight out the bat, mom said, fine, but I'm not helping. I'm not doing it, y'all. I'm not painting furniture. And I was like, so if you want to do it, I'll fully support it. But I just want you to know, I am not helping. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he went ahead with it. He bought a paint sprayer. Yeah. He bought this paint. He watched YouTube videos. Yeah. He painted our bedroom furniture. It is gorgeous. What color did he paint it? Blue. Okay, because I just saw the brown furniture in the garage yes. and I oh, never got to see it. The- beautiful blue. Awesome. And then he spray painted our hardware matte black. Oh and it is gorgeous. <gasps> I mean, winter winter. Great. But in the process of painting bedroom furniture, you have to unload the bedroom. I, so I was thinking about that. Because if it's all sitting in the garage, like what where's where, all the it's stuff All, all your over dresser. my house. So <laughs> even though I said I'm not gonna help. Uh-huh. I may not have helped paint the furniture, yeah. but I sure am helping put everything back of where it course. goes. Yeah. Yes, but he did that. Okay, and then the last thing, which I think is so funny, and I just need to confess, and I need y'all to love me. Okay, and those friends of mine that potentially have been a part of this, I need you to love me. It's called regifting, <laughs> and there are times when you've already celebrated Christmas with friends. And then unexpectedly, you need a gift for something. Girl, yes. And you don't have time to go to the store. Yeah. So you just go to that bag and you're like, this is great. I think they'll love it. I'll buy myself one. And they'll never know. Yes. So I keep a little, like a little storage cube in my closet. And if I get gifted something where I, I, I mean, I probably already, like I already have it or something, you know, I'll put it in that cube. And I just have it in case. So I So let's need just it. love one another. Listen, I know, but you this know, happens. your mind is going like, "Was that girl at that birthday party where I get that got them earrings?" Uh huh. Uh-huh. Or can I? <laughs> yes i I love you. I love you all. But just know that sometimes it's actually the biggest blessing in my life. Yes. Sometimes the yes. gift that you gave to me is the gift that I don't have to go out and buy a gift yes. for somebody else, and yes. like we can all be fine with that. Let's just all love each other through this, okay? Yes. We've confessed. Have you that- gotten caught? No, I've never gotten caught. Oh, okay, no, for sure not. <laughs> Well, you said, my friends that love me and know this about me, I thought maybe something had happened. "Well, no, because was like, y'all might not know what I've re-gifted. Oh, I'm I, fine love with it. I love you. I love you. Because I may re-gift it from you. <laughs> <laughs> How many times can you re-gift something, y'all? I actually love this. I think we should have a contest and see who can do it the most. Y'all post on our social. Um, but honestly, just the whole present buying process creates such chaos and stress in our life. Yeah. I feel like we give up our weekends searching. Girl, yes. We're driving around to all these stores. For me, I order everything online, but then you have to take it back. Yeah. So if you don't keep it all, honestly, you could spend a whole Saturday just returning to different stores. Uh, yeah. And I usually am ordering from stores that are not close. Uh-huh. Right, because I'm not going to drive out there to go buy it. Right. But then I have to end up driving out there to take it back anyway. Uh-huh. So there's just so much stress. And then we end up getting more bitter and frustrated when we give the gift because we're like, dang it, this took forever to find, and you better love this, and if you don't, it steals all the like beauty of gift giving because we create so much stress and put it on ourselves. And I haven't done psychological research on this. Mm. It's just my opinion. Okay. So I'm just going to tell you what I want to encourage you with today with your gift giving. And I just want to say this out loud for everybody that gift giving is not required. Mm, What? Drop the bomb. Like you don't have to. Right. Just because your extended family gives gifts, you don't have to. Oh, Rebecca. Wow. I don't know what to do with that. Who said you had to? I just, (sighs) sometimes we get sucked into this while everybody's doing it. Yeah. So? Yeah. Like, if you get invited to a secret Santa, you could just say, no thanks. (laughs) Listen, honestly, you do this stuff. Rebecca's like, that rule (laughs) does not apply to me. I don't like it. I'm not doing it. Which is so freeing as your friend. Um, because I feel the pressure and then I just like, cause you're like, well, I'm going to come to the party. I'm just not I doing the secret Santa. No, I don't I'm want like, to. well, I'm either not going to go to the party or I'm going to agonize over what I'm bringing to this thing. You know? I just, I think sometimes we just need to tell ourselves it's really not a law. It's not. That's good. You don't have to give gifts to extend a family. If you're struggling financially this year, as we all are, you can actually call them and say, Hey, we're just not going to exchange gifts this year. Yeah. I don't know why we feel like we're having to like meet somebody else's requirement or expectation and even if here comes the kicker even if they give you a gift you don't have to feel bad good for them take that gift receive it with joy and then regift it But you you don't have to, moms. You don't have to. And I know sometimes with, like, friends and stuff, we love them, and they want to do some fun Christmas party. But really just go and enjoy yourself. Give them a hug. Tell them how much you love them. But you do not have to give presents to everyone. Well, and the truth of the matter, I mean, you may have some surly in-law that's, like, the worst. But for the most part, like, 99.9% of the time, the person giving you a gift does not care about you giving them something back. They wanted to give you a gift, and, you know, so that does free you up. My encouragement is to separate your worth from what others think about you in regards to your gift giving. If you give a gift expecting a certain response or appreciation from the other person, then you're actually not really giving them a gift. Mm. You're, you're needing something from them. You're giving them them. an obligation. You're giving them an obligation. So when you give a gift without expecting appreciation or response, that's an actual overflow of your love for them. Mm. It's just a way for you to care for somebody and you're just making it like a physical representation by putting an item with it. The gift is nice, but it's really more the expression of your love that counts. And so the way that a person receives it and what they think of you is not your responsibility to manage And so often we're trying to not just manage ourselves but the other person. Um, the other person is coming at whatever gift you give them with their own set of struggles and experiences. Right. They may have a background with gifts that's not healthy, Yeah. but it's not your responsibility to manage that for them. Yeah. Everybody has to take responsibility for their own actions and reactions. And as Christians, mamas, our value and worth comes from Jesus. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to earn or prove that, By the gifts that we give others. Christmas is the actual best time to remember that God loved us so much that he took on human form as a baby. Mm. I mean, that is unbelievable love, that he would step down out of heaven and holiness and trinity with his Father and the Holy Spirit and come to earth and suffer and hunger and be tired and cry and hurt and all that kind of stuff. He did that for us because he loved us. So let's think about the gifts that Jesus gave while he walked on this earth. What did Jesus ever give somebody a present? Uh healing, food, wine. <laughs> hope. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going for here? Give me some direction. Did he give him an espresso? No. Did he give him a uh, did he bring Apple a bottle Watch? of wine to no. uh for hospitality? No. No. I mean, honestly, think about it. He never gave somebody like a present like a material thing okay what did Jesus give others joy hope peace yes freedom his His presence oh that's so good Rebecca yeah I mean when Jesus went and he healed people and he spent time at people's homes Mary and Martha it was just his presence that he gave and it was enough it's what those people needed and so sometimes I think we miss during this season just the presence. Like instead of racing around town trying to find a gift, what if I just went and sat with you for mm-hmm. fifteen minutes at your house and we just caught up and talked? That's beautiful. Or what if with your kids, instead of trying to find that perfect thing under the tree, you did just read him a Christmas book. Yeah. You know, I just so much of what we're doing is I feel like for mamas, we're trying to prove ourselves. We talked about this last week. We're just trying to be good enough. Mm-hmm. And we have some made-up idea in our head of what being a good mom is all about. And so we're just, I want someone to look at me and go, this is the best present ever. You're amazing. Well, that's not really a gift then. I was just trying to fish for a compliment. Yeah, Jesus never fished for compliments. No, and he gave freely without obligation. It wasn't, you know, how are you going to receive this? You know, how are you going to respond to Me giving you myself or what, you know, there was no expectation on us. It was like, I'm doing this for you because I love you. Yes. Not because of how you're going to respond. Yes. And I would hope that we as moms, like if that, if a friend was like, I'm not buying you a gift this year, I just want to come hang out with you for 30 minutes, that we would stop and just enjoy that moment. Oh, for sure, dude. Of friendship and talking together, feeling like somebody else is carrying our burdens, just praying for each other. I just think that's what we need more than any other thing. More than any other thing. Yes. I work at a, a cute little boutique here in our hometown, and so many women are coming in to buy these gifts right now. Like, I have a white elephant gift exchange. I have a secret Santa. I have this thing. And we're trying so hard to find something, but they honestly have no clue what yeah. the other person wants. Yeah. And I hope that the other person loves what we picked out, but it's part of this thing where I just think, okay, why are we doing this? Yeah. What if they wrapped up a little gift that said, 30 minutes of coffee with me? Yes. <laughs> Would you be just as excited? I would. Are you buying? Because that would even be even better. Yeah. So, one of the things that I bought from my little boutique the other day was this hat that says peace on earth. Mm -hmm. And there were two hats there was one that said merry and bright, and there was one that said peace on earth. And I'm super practical. (laughs) So I was like, well, I feel like I can only wear Mary and bright for December. But I feel like (laughs) we could ask for peace on earth like 12 months out of the year. So Uh I think I can wear that all year. So Uh I bought the peace on earth. But honestly, this whole idea of peace has been sitting with me because part of what makes me lose my peace at Christmas is the amount of time I waste trying to find gifts get the best deal, use my coupon, take back what I don't use. I feel like the Holy Spirit's just really been convicting my heart lately that I am just wasting so much time online mm. and with emails and with shopping and with look like putting stuff in my cart that I don't ever buy. Mm. So I just wasted an hour, but I'm never going to order that. And part of it just steals the peace from my life because I am so hurried the rest of the time trying to play catch up. Yeah. And so one of the things that we could offer our loved ones instead of presents this year could be just a good dose of peace. Mm -hmm. And so I teach a life group at our church for mamas and we studied this passage a couple weeks ago that I just it's been on my mind ever since. And so if you'll just hang with me, I really want to read a chunk of scripture to you from Isaiah and then I'm going to bring it back around at the end. Um, So this comes from Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 through 9, and it's part of um, this prophecy over Jesus' coming that Isaiah is sharing with the people. It says, a shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse, from his roots a branch will bear fruit, and the spirit of the Lord will rest on him, and the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of the knowledge and fear of the Lord, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. the calf and the lion and the yearling together, and a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear, the young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. The infant will play near the cobra's den, and the young child will put its hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea." So this whole picture that he's giving is complete opposite to what our world experiences now. Right now we have war and disease and fighting and even amongst the nature, the animal kingdom, they're, they're eating each other. And so it's this whole idea that when Jesus returns, it's going to be ultimate peace. Mm. Like the lion and the lamb will hang out together and the little child will sit by the snake's, I don't know what you call it. Yeah, nest, and it said put its hand Hand. in its mouth or whatever. Yeah. And it's not going to bite it. Yeah. That there's this idea of such peace, and it's all because Jesus came. He was the root of Jesse that came to be the ultimate king. And the verse that has just messed with me for the past couple weeks is verse 9 at the end. It says, For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. And I just really believe that part of what brings us peace is the ultimate knowledge of the Lord. Mm. And the reason that our world doesn't have it right now is because everybody doesn't know Jesus. Yeah. And they would rather know themselves than know him. Girl, oh, that'll preach. <laughs> and so I, I can't attain peace on this earth. I can't. Even though I wear that on my hat and I'm like, I sing about it at Christmas and I'm like, yay, peace on earth. I can't do that. But because I have a relationship with Jesus, I actually have the knowledge of the Lord. That's right. And I can have peace in my life. And I can share that peace with my friends and family because I can help them know the Lord. Yeah. And when you want to give that perfect present because you think you know that person so well, you actually still may miss it. Mm -hmm. But the peace of the Lord is something that those of us that have relationships with Jesus can all have. Yeah. It's, It's available to us. And so I wanted you to share a couple of scripture verses that go along with this. Isaiah 26, 3 says, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. I love that verse. My mind right now is so consumed yes. with the calendar yeah, and what gifts I have left to buy, uh-huh. what I need to take back that's like sitting in my hallway right now. And I just need to stop and fill my mind with the knowledge of God because yeah. that's where perfect peace comes from. Yeah. John sixteen thirty three says, I have said these things to you that in me, you may have peace for in this world. You will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Yeah. And if we think we're going to find peace any other place, but Jesus, we are mistaken. Yes. You will not find peace by finding the perfect gift. You will not find peace by having your house decorated perfectly. You will not. It will always come up short. Yes. So I just want to encourage you moms as we're kind of drawing close closer to Christmas Day, and I just freely admit to you that I buy presents and then I buy more and then I buy more <laughs> and then I buy more because I just love to give gifts. Yeah. And so I struggle with stopping myself. Um, we, we've, we're we like everybody else in the world this year. We have some financial struggles. Our oldest son has had to have two surgeries this year. And, I mean, we honestly don't have the finances to do all that stuff. Uh And it's really hard for me because I love to buy my kids gifts. Uh But when I think about the idea that what I could give them more than presents would be peace with God, Mm -hmm. it really comes starting from me. Just what Kate said last week that we are – the person that determines the pace in our home. Mm -hmm. And then if I can go ahead and set that for my family right now and say, yes, I I hope that you open something on Christmas morning and just love it. Mm -hmm. But that love that you have for that thing is going to fade within a week or two. But if I could help you have a relationship with Jesus this season and put your eyes on him because that's where your peace comes from, regardless of what happens Christmas morning, we still have Jesus. Yeah. And that's what really matters. Yeah. And we can be, as moms, conduits of peace. We can be givers of peace that impart that to our children. For us to be able to do that, we have to be receiving peace, just like you were talking about, having our minds steadfast on him. So I read something in my little devotional this week, and it, he was talking about, it's about abiding. But he talked about how um, how to focus on the day, you know, because so often it's, it's when we focus on tomorrow and the next day and December 25th that, you know, our peace erodes, we stop abiding. And one of the things he mentioned that was so pivotal for me, I've held on to this image, was he mentioned that, um, you know, when the Israelites were in the wilderness and they needed manna um, to survive, that God gave them the manna each morning and he gave them enough for the day. He didn't give them enough for the next day. That was God's to worry about. They were only given everything they needed in the morning to get them through the day. And um, the author... Just made a beautiful illustration about how pivotal it is for us to come to the Lord in the morning, and open our hands and say, "God, I I receive from you whatever you need to give me for today, to go through today, because you are my sustainer, provider, and um, you know that is the kind of gift that we can give ourselves and give our family when when we focus our eyes on Jesus and trust Him to provide. Well, and that's that's hard for us sometimes because I think as If you've been a Christian for a while, you just kind of assume, well, I can just feed off of what I got last week at church or what I got last summer when I did that Bible study. And it's just a reminder to us that we cannot, we need something each and every day from the Lord. And so if I'm choosing other things over my time with God... I mean, I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but you're choosing the wrong thing. Yeah, it's it's no, not- you're being loving. We, you know, moms. I mean, we want you to win, and uh, selfishly, it's a reminder for ourselves too. You know, we want to be about what really matters, and so you know, if that means that we buy a few less things or we go to one less Christmas event or something like that, so that. We can keep our eyes on Jesus. Man, that's a trade-off that I'll take every day. Yes. We want you to know how much that matters. And honestly, for this season and this time in our world where things are so chaotic, um, everything is a battle. And we're trying to fight for our kids Mm -hmm. to see the real truth. We have to start with ourselves Mm -hmm. and we cannot promise them goodness from social media or from the right store or the right thing. We have to promise them that from the very lips of Jesus Christ and his word to us in the Bible. So stop right now and just decide that that's going to be your priority. That's right that you decide that that is way more important than the perfect present. Mm -hmm. It's time with Jesus because that's where true peace comes from. And we just believe with all our hearts that it will make the biggest difference. Yes, girl. And yes, Mama, you are the legacy maker. You are the um, pace setter in your family. And so you do it. You do it. And we're going to be cheering you on. We love you. And um, if you need gift ideas, you can message me on social media (laughs) because I do think I know where good things (laughs) are. But we hope you have a great week. We love you so much. And we'll see you next week. Bye, moms. Bye.